0: Hey guys, Suda here. Just a short note before we dive into this next episode. Obviously, this episode was recorded a few days ago and it was recorded before the tourist attack in the capital city of our country, Vienna, happened. Just wanted to say all our hearts and minds are with the victims and the victims' families. We feel so sorry for your loss, guys. Um, Just don't let yourself get down from this shit. We are far too strong for this terrorist shit. Let's don't give terrorists a fucking chance. So let's dive into this next episode. Hey guys, Zuda here once again. I'm Sean.
1: I'm Elias.
0: And welcome to a special episode of Quarantine Talks. (music) So, actually we didn't do... Uh, this podcast for a long time um because we felt it was kind of getting over you know like it's it felt like corona had disappeared our numbers in our country were super low so we actually thought like we're not in quarantine anymore so why should we continue this right
1: so yeah the this, this summer didn't look too bad actually um the numbers were going down a lot, especially in our country, and we thought, hey, um, it's uh, probably time to get back to touring soon and probably do all the stuff that we have used to do before um, this pandemic. But, um, you know, as uh, fall came in, the numbers were rising again and a lot of countries are actually back to lockdown. And fortunate at the moment we aren't, but we don't know what's happening. Our numbers are not... Too good as well. And yeah, we thought why not put in a special episode for quarantine talks um to finish off this season. So this is episode number five.
0: Yeah, we're actually starting where we began. We aren't in lockdown yet, but like as we told you in in the past episodes, you might remember that we are employed. Like we're not living off music and <laughs> because I'm in I'm in home office like an Elias is always in home office, uh, it feels like kind of throwback and that was the first thing I was thinking of like okay we should probably do another episode because it actually feels like quarantine again and most probably there's gonna be another lockdown in our country as well. Don't wanna put too much forecast on this but kind of feels like it. So once again welcome to our bonus episode which is. The final episode of our season one, I guess.
1: Yeah, and first of all, before we dive into this story that we're going to tell you in this episode, uh, just big thanks to everybody listening to the past episodes. We received a lot of positive feedback from you guys, which is pretty awesome. And also shout out again to all the guests we had. We had some pretty amazing guys um, that we chatted to. We had Sigdope. Chires, Mary Grace and House of panda so yeah um can't wait to get into this let's get it going
0: let's get it going we would like to talk about what happened in the summer and
1: um, yeah interesting one actually we, we didn't expect anything to happen in summer its really <laughs> no
0: actually not
1: like we thought
0: like touring would be possible from next year somewhere somewhere next year but like dreams are dying already now (laughs) but um i saw a friend of mine um putting up shows again in czech republic and i was like okay isn't this far too early but then i noticed him and i was like asking him yo like are are you having shows going on and is there uh, like something you can do for us because we are like We are horny. We are horny. (laughs) We want to play shows, you know? And then he said, yeah, let let me check what I can do. And on this day, I think we got, like, three book shows for Czech Republic.
1: Yeah, literally.
0: Shout out to all the Czech Republics. We have a great fan base there. And um, so we managed to play three real shows in Czech Republic.
1: Yeah, which if you think about this summer, it's... (laughs) actually pretty crazy that we we did that and we have been probably one of the only lucky guys to do so
0: yeah like just one of just a very few actually who could play there and it was pretty nice because we um had a show on august 1st and we have been visiting uh other show on july 31st and We went there with our friend Sickdope and we met him at a hotel, which was pretty amazing. We started a collab in a hotel room, which was pretty cool. Yeah. And then we went to his show and the next day we traveled to the destination where we played and it was actually kind of crazy, I must
1: say. Special situation. I mean, obviously, uh, COVID didn't completely disappear so there has been you know um some regulations going on i mean it was totally safe from our perspective and especially for us because uh you know we did every measurement that was possible uh to avoid uh, getting an infection or uh, infecting other people so um
0: yeah this position i would like to say we got like special masks that we don't get infected that others don't get infected we put them on while playing which was pretty hot <laughs> Yeah, <man.
1: laughs> it was a pain in the ass to be honest
0: <laughs> and we put up some safety measures yes as you said we we claimed to have a backstage area for ourselves a lot of uh hand sanitizing going on upstage backstage so yeah um was actually too crazy to believe but it felt so good to be back on stage even though it was just like four months we didn't play no longer longer five months six months but it yeah. felt
1: so good again it
0: felt so good
1: man it was like we really needed to get out <laughs> and do do this you know and oh man it felt it felt so great even uh obviously the shows uh, were limited capacity um The club uh, wasn't able to bring in full capacity because you need to guarantee like safe space between the people. Uh, Yeah, but still just being on the decks again and and playing some music and seeing some people enjoy it, you know, it it really meant a lot. And and also the whole, you know, uh, getting in the car together and travel somewhere and, you know, Get some food together, get some Burger King and stuff like this. And also, especially when we're talking about Sick Dope show getting pretty fucked up.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. This is like in the whole COVID time. I think this is the only time that I really got fucked up. I mean, it's good for my body, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to say it was actually like our first party we we like uh, on the, at this point i would like to mention that we actually didn't really party while this whole situation like not like the whole entire summer we didn't even party once except my birthday and uh like yeah so this is like also like without COVID, these are the o- the only reasons why we would party out. Like we we actually never party. We don't go to clubs and shit. Yeah, yeah. Usually,
1: and, and I think sometimes you need it, you know. And and we always got it through. What through the our well, gigs. what the
0: what the fuck you mean? Like what does it mean? You need it? Like we now know that we need it. Yes. Before I was like, oh my god, I'm partying too much. I I don't need it. <laughs> Like, now we can't wait to show that we just can party. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh you know, if, if you always get it, you don't know that you will miss it if you don't get it anymore.
0: <laughs> and then you can apply that shit on, like, a lot of things in life.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like when you stop drinking coffee or some shit like this and then the next day you wake up and you want to get a coffee and you're like, ah, exactly. oh, I don't drink coffee anymore. Exactly.
0: At this show where we had... um where we're sick that we didn't play with him um we had a good opportunity um we took over the bite this instagram for a oh, special reason
1: oh yeah yeah that's that's right i almost forgot about it but this was a pretty cool thing i think it's the first time we did this in quite some time i remember we actually did an instagram or i think it was even uh a snapchat takeover back then oh, yeah i mean that was cringy come <laughs> <laughs> on snapchat uh but um still we did it i don't know if you remember it but we did this takeover on our first gig actually we were uh playing at wow glacier love in kaprun in austria and this was, I don't know if it was the first or the second time that we played there. I think it was the first time. And the guys from the festival, they um, asked us like, yo, you are two crazy, funny dudes. Uh, you guys want to do a takeover? And I can't even remember what we did there. Like Maybe some, some cringy stuff in our hotel room. <laughs> I, I don't even know. It was fun.
0: I think we showed how we prepared our intro, which was the Baywatch theme back then.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I can't remember. Oh shit! I can't. Clearly remember. I think
1: we did like oh like um, I was lying in the bed and watching Baywatch, and you like came in on me, and you you were like asking me, "Yo, what the fuck is going on?" I was and I acted like I had to hide it in front of you that I'm watching Baywatch, and then yeah indeed i think we played baywatch as our intro for this festival set
0: yes we did but back to the bite this takeover we did that for a special reason obviously is because we released a song with um the great uk dude um called axel boy
1: yeah uh axel boy uh i mean such a great guy and he he was obviously always a huge name for us always a inspiration um we know him from his dubstep times. Uh, we we played a lot of his tunes back then. Obviously, after his dubstep stuff, he switched into bass house. So, uh, he always had a few tunes that we like. They rocked our set all the time. And if you if you think that this collab happened through some something magical, it was actually pretty uh basic how we approached it but it was such a smooth work with him
0: absolutely absolutely like we follow him on instagram since like day 1 and always looked up to this guy and like i was scrolling through um the score uh, the the story views like who who's watching our stories and i saw that like Axel is like um, watching our things, and I was like, "Okay, I didn't even know that he's following us." And so we sat down and thought, "Yeah, let's let's shoot him an idea." And so we did an idea, and this dude was like responding in I don't know like thirty minutes, and was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And yo so such a smooth uh, workflow with this guy. And um, by the way, it's called Walking on Fire, which was out on Jaws Imprints. Um, Bite this. And we still think it's a huge banger. It's it's hard. It's a really, it's a hard bass house number, a house ba- hard bass house track, and still enjoy it, still like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's actually a shame that we didn't get to play it out more often than like uh, two times. Yeah. Or, or yeah, I yeah. mean, we played it out three times if you count like the, the live, stream. live stream that we did. Um, but. I think that tune um, can still be a huge banger if shows are back, and I think we're definitely gonna rock it in our sets a few times because it has really special energy. I think uh, what Axel did to it was he added such a huge amount of energy to it, like uh, amazing, and like the 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 way this guy mixes is like it's like the, the track bangs so hard uh, and. Yeah, everything from start to finish with this collab went so smoothly, like as Sean said, we sent the clip over to him, he replied like instantly, I think on the same day he replied, yo guys send me the stems and it went together so quickly, management sent it over to bite this and they were like, we want this as a single and yeah uh shout out to Boy. shout out to Charles and the Bytes family um this was really uh, a really great release for us like all the the side things we did as the uh, story takeover and stuff like this was such a nice experience
0: yeah especially for maybe the young guys out there would like to know that when you like when you release on a label and for us, it was like normal. You sign your contract, you put your music out and get reposted on release day. And well, then you quite can call it a day, right? Yeah, yeah. But like on, on Byte This and I must also say like on Musical Freedom, they took such good care of us. Like they wanted to do a takeover for Instagram, a takeover for Spotify and... Um, even though even uh, a single release is not that common for that label. So, yeah, yeah. Mostly they do EPs and they like that track so much that they put it out as a single. And yeah, like I would also like to say a big shout out to Jaws and his whole entire team doing a super fucking great job. I like that. I liked how it went.
1: Yeah. I really yeah, liked how yeah. It went. We even did a mix for the radio show. Oh, I yeah, we did a radio show. I think that totally was uh, that. broadcasted on. Serious exam. Serious exam, exactly, which is also a huge thing. You can listen to this mix on Apple music if you type by this radio Suta.
0: Isn't isn't it actually a
1: podcast as well? I think it could be that you find it on Apple Podcasts. Apple
0: Podcasts or Spotify No, it's not Spotify. It's
1: not on Spotify, I think. Oh
0: my god, we are so educated about <laughs> our own stuff. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> yeah, and also they uh we did this... uh playlist takeover which was cool i mean just a yeah. little special extra on top all, all just nice things to they, hey, they, they gave us a chance to present ourselves on a golden plate which is awesome
0: which is really awesome you know like um young artists don't always get the chance so we were pretty happy so we could open our stories to a wider range of of, of audience i would say yeah yeah um to get back again as. Because I started with the Instagram takeover. So it was actually pretty beautiful because we could um, take all the mostly American guys who who follow this channel through one of the most beautiful cities of Europe. and Mm And what I wanted to apply on this is we played another show in Czech Republic, which was also really fire like. Was a great show with all our safety measurements. We got like really drunk again.
1: Yeah, possible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For my part, I know I was really drunk. Um, and then we had a third show actually um, scheduled.
1: Yeah, but, yeah.
0: But then um, Czech Republic knew they might not doing so well with their numbers. I don't want to say because of the parties, but. It, I'm sure it's also a reason. So they had new restrictions and the store to Czech Republic was also closed then. So we had to cancel this one show, which we were pretty sad about because we love shows. It would have been in September. But yeah. No chance on this one. Okay, I would like to come to the next topic, which is actually... We wanted to make this to a huge bullet point in, in the podcast. Because, like, when you are a frequent follower of what we do and what music we do and listen to our releases, you might just notice um, that we... Except of the Boy collab... Um, went down with the energy a little like not not with the energy like how, how would you say then like how would you say it we got some new
1: influences it's
0: actually actually yeah and i would say like the the biggest influence would be the pandemic situation i would say uh so we tried to figure out with our management like what could possibly work in times like this because like our manager once told me um That when you think about how many people who live in Italy, um, for example, uh, he showed me numbers from Spotify, like how many streams came from Italy. It was, I don't want to say a wrong number, but it was so ridiculously low that it was like this amount of streams he showed me was like in one week was usually like in 24 hours. Mm. So you have to rethink because like Club Sounds... Won't really work out right now for like bigger reach, bigger audiences. So what do you do? Like um, we try to refine ourselves because we didn't like in the in the past, we didn't like kind of like to work with um, melodic top lines because we did like hard music and melodic top lines wouldn't. We discovered it doesn't fit so well. Yeah,
1: like, yeah.
0: What, what we like to do, of course, you can merge it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. But then we started to work with a bunch of um, amazing singers.
1: Yeah, we actually had amazing vocals to work with. And that was the best thing that could happen to us. Um, because as Sean said, you know, club sounds, I mean, it's kind of depends on, on the club, The the club tunes that got big they got big because of clubs and festivals and shows. And obviously they're not happening at the moment. And maybe there are some shows, but the amount is so small that uh, club music is not as present as it was last year. That's Mm -hmm. just the fact. And um, as soon as, uh, like, as long as we don't get shows back, this probably won't change. I mean, there is still a lot of people out there who... Uh, like to listen to club music at home, but I think even the amount of these people might go down because of the pandemic. Usually they listen to this kind of sound when they were getting ready to go to a party, you know, when they were sitting at home with friends, tuning in the Spotify playlist that gets you going and gets you prepared for the evening. And, you know, people are not really going out at the moment because you can't. So... I guess they're probably sitting at home and when they're listening to music, they're listening to other stuff like hip hop, rap, lo-fi beats, uh, indie rock, uh, radio, you name it.
0: I just wanted to say, like, if I just compare it with myself, like, my taste of music, like, totally changed. I, like, totally got into hip hop music. Like, I I don't know how I could survive without it before. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm such I'm such a gangster now. <laughs> um, like I, I noticed, like just um, one thing we, which could be like funny when we say that that we like kind of chill with the sounds, but let's talk about future. <laughs> like we're talking about chilling with the sound, but we're actually putting out like a great bass house banger in a few weeks. On a label, I'm not sure if we can already talk about it, but let's hey, fuck it, let's say we're gonna put a tune out on bass House Music, which is which started as a huge um, YouTube channel, and yeah, we're pretty yeah. excited about that. And I wouldn't say we chilled down a lot on that song.
1: No, uh, it's actually fucking aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably one of the most aggressive tunes uh, that we are going to put out this year. No, you're not
0: right. You're not right. Because we're putting out another song on fucking bro house music.
1: (laughs) That's right. All right. All right. All right, guys. So we were actually, when we started this topic, the end goal of this topic was to tell you that we're going into more a melodic direction. But if you're listening right now. And we're going to dive into the topic afterwards a little bit more. If you're listening right now and you're sad because you are that type of person who blasts heavy-ass music at home, you're not going to be disappointed because, as Sean said, we're going to put out a pretty, pretty hard one next month and then in December another one, which is pretty, pretty heavy and I think one of the most underground tunes we ever did. which from a business perspective might not be um, the smartest thing to do, but just to be honest, these were tunes that just happened over quarantine, you know, and we just did what we loved and...
0: Yeah, it came from our hearts. Yeah, actually. and then
1: the tunes uh, got signed to cool labels, to great labels actually, and it would be stupid to say no. Obviously, there could be a better time to put these, these tunes out, but we still want to keep those people who like us for this sound, um, like, we just want to keep them alive, you know, and and tell them, yo, uh, we are still making this kind of music and be strong and shows will gonna come back again. And yeah, but um, yeah, let's dive back into the vocal thing. Something that we didn't really do before, but it's probably gonna happen. We are also going to put out some music that is, not made completely for the dance floor, we still got bass elements in every tune we make, I think uh, that will stay on but um, yeah that's also what we felt during this quarantine and we used the possibility and the time we got to also write different things and yeah probably next year we're going to put out some great music and we can't wait for your reaction guys and to show you what we've made in these past months Pretty excited
0: because we love it as well it's not that we don't like it that we made music because um we need to do some yeah, different yeah. music it's we got on a level where we said like most probably you know that like slap house is banging right now and all these kind of pop things are banging right now but no we tried to get our sounds our hearts our minds um into that song as well, and I'm sure you can hear still a lot of our, let's say, signature sound. No, it's not. Like, you will hear it's from us.
1: Yeah, actually. yeah, the
0: influence. You will hear because I was looking for that word. You're going to hear the influence of us two dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> um, we told you, like, a little what we are up to in the following months, like, let's say in the winter months. So we have this release coming out on Bass House Music and on Bro House from Bro Hugs label, and I just had a little sm- marketing idea, Elias, which we could do. Tell me more. I so will ex- explain it to you. We're gonna we're gonna break down a little elements from the Bro House label where we inserted something which is really Elias and myself, and we're gonna I think we're gonna advertise it in the Instagram stories that they ha- that they have to listen this podcast, if they want to find out which sound it is. And I'm talking about, we sampled a Formula One fucking car. (laughs) And it's actually a main element of our synthesizer.
1: All right. Yeah. All right.
0: (laughs) So, you know, now the listeners of this podcast know when the song comes out and we will show you, it's the main, it's not the main synth, it's a bassy song, but the only top synth on top is... A fucking Formula 1 car.
1: Yeah, especially in Drop 2, the Formula 1 engine goes so fucking crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, at the end you can hear the the engine dying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we are actually both F1 fans, for those who didn't know it. And, you know, quarantine enabled it to watch a lot of F1. Far
0: to less Formula 1, in my opinion. Like, it's just on... Every fucking holy Sunday. Like, it could be every day for me if it comes to Formula One. Yeah,
1: you have to start <laughs> watching free practice, bro.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> just going to cut it here then. <laughs> I just like the races. I like the races. And then the, the, the bitch fights in between it. So, um back to what's happening in winter. So, we are... There's nothing really exciting except of we are focusing on our craft, on our music we like to do we want to do and want to have in our portfolio and yeah we'll just need to watch what's happen, what's going to happen in the next few months and we're pretty excited no we're not excited but (laughs) we are wondering what's happening next especially to our country
1: okay i think it's time to move to another chapter of this episode and we've but we are going to tell you some tour stories that from last year. I mean, unfortunately, there are not a lot of tour stories from this year. And those who were... But
0: we have some. We have some. We had shows this year. Yeah, no, we had Not had shows. everybody can say that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> true. That's true. So do you want to start with your favorite story? Okay, so my favorite story. Well,
0: okay, where, where to start? I would say like our both... Favorite story would be like when it comes to um our biggest festival of the country with a huge and fucking insane lineup. Um it's the festival is called Electric Love. And our manager called us um sometime last year, I think it was in I you don't know, like in spring or something. And he was like, yo guys, what do you think if I got you a slot there? And we're like, yo, what the f- fuck, yeah, man, that's so great and whatever and how you react when you really want something and get it then. But then he said, but you can choose between, I don't know, like a slot we didn't really fancy and a second slot we actually don't really fancy. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, we decided to um, take a slot, which was a stage opening slot on a Saturday. Mm Mm-hmm. We knew it's, this would be the better better option as the other we had. So, yeah, you, you take what you get, of course. Obviously, obviously. obviously. And I would like, on, on, at this point, I would like to, go, to give um, the entire Electric Love family a big shout-out for how they treat us, how they treat every visitor, I think. Um, they pay a lot of attention to a lot of details, so I would strongly recommend you, if you have the chance, to support them and grab your tickets for next year's edition. And okay, I want to I want to go on with the story. So, we chose the stage opening slot and we were we totally forgot about it. I think we we got the news in April or something and the festival's in July and like a few weeks before we got like really nervous because it's stage opening and what would you play like and like all our all-time stars like played after us
1: yeah we had to (laughs) cut out so many songs from our usual set like jaws holy goof valentino khan like there we had so many bangers that you could just come with a fat marker and erase them off our track list and uh i think when we deleted all the tracks we couldn't play that we usually love to play I think we were like down to half an hour for an hour set and we have to fill up half an hour with tracks um, where we had like to find entirely new bangers um, that we didn't New before uh, to get the set going and yeah especially uh, I think at this time we have been caught up with a lot of other stuff as well that's why we started with the set so late because we had a lot of, of, of other gigs at that time yeah yeah we are touring so yeah I remember that we had wild discussions
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes yes exactly when it comes to like our sets are prepared like this we have a song inside, and we study that song, how it could be, and if and if only one of us is just on a lower percentage wanting it, we cut it. We don't get it. So it's like for solo artists, it, it's 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 um, it's super easy, I think. But you know, when you hear us playing live, it's quality checked by two people.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um,
0: but back to the story. So we got into show day and we had some nice backstage moments. We got some nice drinks, some nice food, some nice treatment. And then it was like, yeah, hey, you're up in a half an hour. So we went up the stage, the stage, like not the stage, like the crowd area was like zero. There was nobody because they wouldn't let people wait in front of the stage, like how you know it from festivals. Yeah they just had you you have to imagine it's like a kind of hunger and in front like when the hunger starts they put up a line where the people had to queue up and like we thought yo who wants to queue up for us like (laughs)
1: like, (laughs) yeah because like on on the other stage it was like 50 meters away I think it was I don't know maybe Oliver Heldens or something yeah it was like or maybe Oliver Heldens was the day before. I can't remember, but... but someone was, big was playing. Yeah, someone really big, was big really big.
0: And yeah, and that's that's why we got so nervous because we thought like, okay, we're going to play in front of 100 people, but does we don't care. We give the same energy for 100 people or for 1,000 people. Yeah. So um, the stage manager came up to us and this was like something weird and something we never heard before. Um, he said, okay... At seven o'clock, we're going to open that line so people can come in. It was seven o'clock. Me and Elias like on stage waiting for the people to come, which is actually a super weird experience because we had like real good shows going on like just before that festivals and we got kind of used to it play in, in, in front of. A big amount of people. So it went, the clock turned seven and they opened the line and we were like, holy shit, I didn't have on my glasses. And I was like, holy shit, are there like really people running to the front of the stage? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like what the fuck
0: is going on? Like, and we we didn't expect that because like all of a sudden, I think like track after track three or four, this thing was packed.
1: Yeah, it's... It happened like so quickly because like the first f- three to four tunes when we play a set, um, at least for me it's like this and I think for you it's it's the same thing. You're so caught up um, with uh, doing the first transitions of yeah. the mixing, you yeah. know. You're so focused on the decks just like for the first few tracks, especially you're so deep into mixing because Correct. you don't want to fail at your first Uh, songs yeah yeah you don't want to do it so yeah i can just remember staring at the decks and being so focused what tunes up next and then suddenly as you said like at track four or something like this i was looking up to the people um and yeah it was packed and i was like i think at this moment i started not feeling myself anymore because the energy i felt from this moment it was just overwhelming
0: yeah because it wasn't like just people being here like the people went fucking crazy yeah like, yeah like i never saw a wall of death without um trying to force the people like yeah without yeah. announcing they were like opening up that fucking pit with from their cells
1: yeah especially you know it's 6 p.m uh, seven, 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 p.m. Uh, seven yeah. sorry <laughs>
0: It was seven PM. Like most probably probably they were won't so drunk. I, I don't wanna say like drunk people do Wall of Deaths, but <laughs> probably. So we were pretty excited and even though like we we, we 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 just yeah we lost ourselves and there were even like people holding tags with our names on it and we saw like a lot of people we knew, like all these people we know from like who become friends after a time being uh dj duo um they were all here they were all showing us support yeah and yeah yeah what was like what, what what got me pretty emotionally was like i saw like a lot of people from our hometown appearing yeah, yeah. where we didn't know that they were there and they were there and just like i'm just skipping forward like after the show they were like coming over and telling us they were so proud we we live in a small ass town and like everybody knows everybody so and they were so proud of us that we were up there like the first dudes from the hometown like making it to that big stage and we were proud that they were proud and that, that was such an unbelievable feeling
1: yeah absolutely absolutely amazing like to sum up this crowd i would say it was just a huge amount of so passionate people
0: yeah yeah yeah, like every track we played, we, we didn't fail. It was like every track was a good track.
1: <laughs> yeah, there were like even the the tracks we we couldn't hear anymore from ourselves that we we play. <laughs> yeah, they we're still going hard and yeah,
0: especially like our track "Wondering About You." I don't know what we created here, but like crowds like to sing the synth top line.
1: Yeah, <laughs> somehow. Yeah, we don't know what we did, even though it's just like three notes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe that's the key. We should you, we should write this down, like, maybe do it again for the future. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out again, once again, to the Electric Love um, crew. We love you for that opportunity. And yeah, to move on with another tour story. Um, Elias was talking about that festival before we play in a town called Kabrun and they have a, a festival going on calling Wow Glacier Love and the glacier because like there's a huge fucking mountains in the back with a nice view and it's obviously a glacier and so we go there every year and we have our time of our lives going skiing have nice food and at the end at the evening we play our show and this one was like super exciting because like the headliner of this festival didn't want to headline the show
1: because usually they on at this festival they put the last slot on the main stage is usually the biggest act because they can't go too long into the night like they can't have 4 a.m sets it's not possible yeah just
0: until one i think
1: yeah yeah exactly because of like regulations where the festival is so um The headline act said, yo, we want someone to play after us. And it happened that though someone uh, was us.
0: And anxiety pushed again because we thought like, okay, we can say the name who it was. It was Vinnie Vici. And we thought, okay, like when Vinnie Vici is going to be off stage, like everybody's going to fuck off.
1: We expected it to be like (laughs) this. Yeah,
0: honestly. But it turned out super different. So we took over the, let's say... The headliner slot and everybody was still there and it was a huge fucking crowd and they were going nuts like i don't know what it was super crazy that yeah. was that's the spec that was only one of the special things what happened there the next day we had our first germany show scheduled and yeah um like mastermind sean booked
1: a flight which was pretty early pretty early like uh (laughs) one hour of sleep early
0: (laughs) yeah so we had this plan okay we we're gonna sleep for like just like a handful of hours like two or three max yeah but we didn't count in that we have to go home that we would have to wash and shower ourselves yeah and we knew if we go to bed there would be like one hour to sleep yeah And I was still so scratched up from that show because it was so amazing. Um, Yeah, I literally didn't sleep for a minute, like nothing. I think you managed to catch like a few minutes of sleep.
1: Yeah, but just a few minutes. (laughs) You're still, after a few minutes of sleep, you're still fucked up anyways.
0: Okay, okay. (laughs) Like (laughs) like, uh, Also, shout out to our bro, um, Ash yeah he was he was sleeping in the same room like not not the same apartment like same room in this room there were like three beds and because of budget reasons we all slept in that room yeah and so we came home had our shower and had a look at the watch okay still one hour to sleep let's try to use it okay then i went to bed we went to bed and i was turning around couldn't go to sleep because i was so scratched up and At some point, I think like only 30 minutes left until the fucking clock goes off, until the alarm goes off. Ash came home from clubbing because he was playing there too. And holy shit, he came into bed. I was waking up again and he was, I I don't even know if I know one guy on this planet who snores so loud as he does. Oh shit. And yeah, the rest of the 30 minutes were history. They were gone. So, yeah,
1: no sleep at so, all. It was not possible. No, it like, was not possible. He
0: was so loud. He was so loud. So that he So he stole our last 30 minutes. And I was like, okay, shit, like, Elias is still sleeping, but I, I need to get up. I need to, like, do something because I when I now, if I now fall asleep, I'm going to be smashed. So I was sitting up in bed. And, like, at the same time, you were also, like, sitting up and, like, just looking to each other, like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude?
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think that you were wa- you were expecting me to sleep, but yeah, yeah, i I, ex- I was yeah, yeah I expected I, you sleeping. Yeah. I was actually awake all the fucking time <laughs> and I was expecting you to sleep. And I was like. <laughs> How the fuck does this guy sleep in this room? It's (laughs) it's not possible at all. No chance. No chance.
0: (laughs) I was really expecting you to sleep like all the time. I was so super jealous because you would like you usually do. We go to bed often in one bed on tour. Yeah, yeah. So, and you just turn around and sleep, like, usually. I need to, my sleeping routine is, you know that, I get out my iPad, I watch some news, then i maybe got to go and watch some, some episodes of I don't know what, then it takes me around 30 to 60 minutes to yeah, get to sleep. Yeah. So I thought, you will be sleeping. But then we woke up, like, super fucked. We barely had alcohol, thank God.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just
0: like a few beers, that was yeah. it we got into our car a fucking three hour ride to munich which oh
1: shit, that which was the nearest airport yeah from and, there. The, and the ride was full in in dark like and full of fucking snow full of fucking snow yes it was november and there was heavy snow
0: super heavy snow yeah. so yes uh the ride wasn't very comfortable and like elias and myself we have one rule on tour like on the road when someone needs to drive the other one has to stay awake because it would be just unfair if the other one just kind of like catches more sleep okay i'm just (laughs) i'm just thinking about you two i'm just thinking about a story where i actually broke this rule but it's a different (laughs) story okay so we went there and hopped into this plane and i think like in one minute
1: we were like gone yeah yeah don't forget we got uh one of the best kebabs before.
0: oh yeah it was like 7 a.m or something we had a yeah. kebab in our hands already so yeah <laughs> also good memorable times, good times also
1: super <laughs> memorable right because munich airport has one of the best kebabs yeah um, shout with, out to ali uh, <laughs> shout out to him <laughs> i think this guy even asked yo guys what's suitor because we had we had like the we have the suitor um jackets with the back prints and this guy noticed it and we explained him so shout out to him.
0: Yeah, spoiler, I was at the Munich airport then without you later again, with the same jacket and hoping I get a discount on my kebab, but no.
1: <laughs> so I think he checked out the music and decided like, yo, this is shit, I'm not gonna give him a discount. <laughs> so last time,
0: hey bro, last time the kebab was five euros, why it's ten today? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah, the, the journey goes on. We hop into this flight and um, got asleep. sleep, I think, like in one minute after takeoff. Mm. So we were pretty excited. We were on so early so we could just like get into our hotel room and just sleep because the next show was scheduled, stage time was scheduled for 1 or 2 a.m.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we God.
0: thought it's going to be good. So the promoter picked us up from, uh, what was it? Leipzig. Leipzig? Yeah. 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 Leipzig. Yeah, yeah. Picked us up from Leipzig and then he brought us to our hotel and he was like, yo guys, catch some sleep and gonna gonna pick you up at eight. We're like, no,
1: what the fuck? Eight? <laughs> like <laughs> what like, the fuck we, you mean? It's like we already counted the hours that we could sleep to eight and it was not enough. <laughs> no, it was definitely not enough. We arrived at the hotel
0: about I think two p.m. or something yeah yeah it wouldn't get it um it wouldn't be possible to let us in the room before that so we were counting okay like until eight it's only six hours and we still <laughs> needed to prepare our set
1: yeah actually. because uh there was like a wrong communication with the promoter and we thought we we're gonna play one hour set and then uh, when we talked to the promoter it turned out we have to play one and a half hour as we always prepare our sets, we also had to put in that time until we got picked up.
0: Yes, and another thing to say, like, before we played a festival show where you don't go so hard, you put a lot of commercial stuff in it for yeah, the, yeah. all the different types of people watching us. Yeah,
1: yeah, especially after Vinnie Vici, we, we of wouldn't want to play like a full dubstep set.
0: Correct. Yeah. But we knew that these people in Germany were hungry for some heavy bass music. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah, we actually had to structure our set from from scratch, actually. We had a yeah. few elements like we could like yeah. apply, but that was it. So um yeah, the show was away like I think about one, two hours drive, I guess. Mm -hmm. so they had to pick us up and there was no chance and we were actually because we were so tired we were super angry of each other and because of everybody and so yeah we went there we played there and guess what we just caught (laughs) we played there until with traveling back i think we were back at the hotel room back again like at 6 or 7 a.m again
1: yeah but we didn't party there at all no no we
0: didn't because we were too too fucked
1: yeah yeah we were like just basically sitting there and i think before our set all we did was we walked to the next mcdonald's just (laughs) like to to stay awake literally
0: (laughs) yeah to stay awake and yeah Get away from that club environment. We were like so grumpy and angry. We needed just to get some space. And so we had to wait there for several hours. So we went to McDonald's and had some healthy food. But yeah, we returned then back to the hotel like about 6 or 7 a.m. I don't know. it It was like really early in the morning. And As much as we loved the promoter then um he wanted to get breakfast like super early and we were like you know we are nice guys and we'll never say no especially Elias would never say no to breakfast that's true um I hate him for that (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah no problem let's let's go to let's go to bed at 7 a.m and get up at 10 again to get some breakfast totally fine for me bro
1: yeah after we didn't sleep a full night
0: correct so yeah that's actually the story what <laughs> we wanted to say we called the no, the no sleep weekend. Yeah, we traveled back and we're super smashed and I think we slept for like 2 days afterwards
1: pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was I think I've never been more fucked up before in my life. Like we didn't even like drink alcohol at all. We had like as you said like two beers and one vodka cranberry and that's it for the full weekend <laughs> yeah, and correct. still because of this lack of sleep and being around and like, you know, having the shows, which both were pretty exhausting. I mean, they were both great shows. But yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that that's, was pretty that, hard. For that was buddies. the
0: time where we experienced, okay, like tour schedule can be like so tight where you're just actually into traveling and playing. And that's actually it.
1: Yeah, yeah. this was one of the first times where it really hit my face how uh, tough all these non-stop touring DJs have to be like.
0: Yeah, you, you, like you would also like usually when we go to shows, we go a few hours, we leave the house a few hours before so that we can check out the, the city or the area where we are to get some nice food, um, talk yeah, to a few yeah, people. Yeah. But that w- that's not possible if you're on full schedule touring. You just see hotels and stages, literally.
1: Yeah, yeah. And Ubers. <laughs> yeah, and Ubers. And you're just happy if you can catch some sleep, you know. And that's Yeah, all.
0: and you're also happy. Like, there we understood, like, why artists want to be by themselves. Like, you just, actually, when you're so super tired, you don't want to be with a lot of people, like, asking you a lot of stuff. You know, we, we, we try to manage it like, like professionals. Like, if people want to talk with us, it's no it was no problem, but you were just like so tired. You just don't, didn't feel it anymore. So shout out to everybody who says uh, bigger artists are arrogant, but no, they're actually just tired.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: We're over timing again. We thought we, did. we didn't get get enough topics for, for a full episode, but it's the last of the season and we can't miss out on our fucking good game which actually deserves to win an oscar
1: yeah i think it's oscar nominated uh, yeah i heard it, that it too. Is, yeah didn't, didn't you hear the news man
0: uh, i'm sorry but yeah let's dive oh, into is. the ping pong game the ping pong game the game with a lot of shitty questions and no one's interested in
1: yeah <laughs> not even shitty the shittiest the shittiest
0: question in the game okay um okay Let's you start.
1: You start. First question for you which is actually pretty tricky um Asian food or Brazilian food um
0: okay. I would give you the answer first and my why I said that after, okay? All right. I would go and you might be this is not scripted guys, but you might be surprised but I'm going to take Asian food.
1: I'm surprised. <laughs>
0: You know we um I say Asian food because i I love Brazilian food, but our Brazilian provider is super inconsistent one time it's good and one time it's not, so when we go to our local Asian food dealer, we know we get quality every fucking time. but if you would ask me now, what should we get? I would say Brazilian food, but let's let's maybe like yeah. most of the people won't like um know what. Brazilian food is about.
1: Yeah, so I have to disagree a little bit because I think there has also been some times where the Asian guy wasn't perfect, but that's personal opinion. And my opinion, honestly, on the Brazilian guy, because you said it's not always perfect. Um, I think that one time that it wasn't perfect was the time where we've been sitting on the wrong table because Brazilian food is a lot of steak. Let's be honest, it's almost all about the steak. And it's a
0: meat, fe- meat feast.
1: Yeah, yeah. And when you're sitting on the first table in the restaurant, you will always get like the pieces of the steak that could be dry because it's just the outside of the meat. Correct. Okay. Okay.
0: let's let's maybe just tell the people, because I wasn't into Brazilian food before, what it's about.
1: Oh, all right. All right. So as we said, it's about a lot of meat. You get a lot of different types of steak, beef. you get like crazy sausages, at least at our Brazilian restaurant. I don't even know what these are made of.
0: I don't know, it must be donkey or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have like vegetables that are they taste like Asian vegetables. I don't know if it's like mm. influenced from Asian stuff. And they have these special type of potatoes. Yeah. How are they called? Like uh I can't remember.
0: Yeah, I don't don't remember too, but literally. The the, the the concept of that is you just get like super huge amounts of meat and the guy doesn't serve it. He comes to your plate with like a kind of, it's actually it's kebab style.
1: Yeah, it's kebab style, yeah. He
0: puts that stick onto your plate and just slices down the steak on your plate. So yeah, yeah. they don't serve anything. You just get like pure meat on your plate. That's what it's actually about. Yeah,
1: that's what it's about. Yeah. So just for info, guys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, to end this question, I think I prefer Brazilian just because we don't get to eat it as many times as Asian.
0: Food. I agree on your aspect, but but
1: you know, like it's super
0: expensive and. It's,
1: it's super expensive. Yeah, that's true.
0: And like you can get Asian food everywhere, and yeah, but uh, but it's okay not to say the same answer. I would say.
1: I just said Brazilian to say the opposite from Mm. your answer.
0: I know. know. (laughs) (laughs) And I can listen, fucker. (laughs) The next question would be, I would say espresso or cappuccino.
1: Espresso or cappuccino. um, Good one, because I love both. Um, I'm a coffee drinker and I know Sean is too. I've got a lot into espresso in the Corona time. I don't know why it's like, I, I just like the style of drinking espresso. Um, but yeah, cappuccino is, is nice as well. And I'm getting pretty creative with it. I'm trying it with different kinds of milk, like almonds, soy. I just try it and it, it all tastes good. Well, what do you prefer? Like, it's, it's tough to say. Um, I would probably go like for for soy. I don't know, almond? Espresso
0: or cappuccino?
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought you were talking about the milk. Um, Espresso in the end. Espresso, yeah. What do you prefer?
0: Cappuccino, because I also, I I know I feel what you mean. I drink a lot of espresso too, but just because I'm lazy. (laughs) Because I just don't want to prepare milk and get it into perfect shape for cappuccino. So I go for, no, I go for cappuccino, but I drink a lot of espresso, but I actually don't like espresso. So you're
1: just saying the opposite of what I said. I'm saying the opposite
0: because I actually don't like espresso. Okay. It's okay, just to get yeah. me it's just to get me awake and have coffee inside me, but I oh, I really? like I, oh, yeah, really? I like I like um fancy coffees like cappuccino with a smiley on top or a little heart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's always good when you don't use cinnamon.
1: I disagree, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, okay. Let's go with uh, <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a, a potential bitch fight over here so yeah, okay. cinnamon.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um this next one is for the Formula 1 guys out there for the fans and as we told you before we are totally into it so we're just starting a a fight just like in between us. And so Eli is like What's your, not what's your favorite driver, but who would you prefer? Who would you like to um, win a season if you could wish it? Would it be like Lewis Hamilton or Daniel Ricciardo?
1: Actually, I think it's an easy one um, for me because Daniel, uh, he hasn't won a season. And for me, he's a contender to win the championship. So I would definitely go for him because Lewis, we know he can do it. He has done it there is a big chance he will do it this year again so I mean uh full respect of Lewis um, he I think he's a is a great guy he does a lot of good things uh, outside of F1 as well um, he's trying to make the world a better place. I would say to sum it up what he does but um yeah Danny is is one of the coolest guys for me in F1 and I I really want him to see winning a season again. Uh, not again like for the first time actually yeah. i just
0: want to say i didn't know that danny was winning a season once
1: yeah but unfortunately that's not.
0: most probably because you don't you don't know the formula one properly so but it's okay
1: oh come on <laughs> okay so um before we get to the next question you have to answer it first Lewis or danny
0: it's a heavy one for me because like As you said, we all know who is going to win, not without a big chance. Like, he is going to win this season, most probably the next season as well. I love Louis because he's such a fucking swagger. (laughs) Like, I once saw him, I think, with a a fucking Balenciaga um, bulletproof vest
1: running uh, around. Yeah, yeah. this guy knows about fashion.
0: Yeah, uh, fuck, like, he's amazing. But uh, I, I agree with you on this point. Danny is... I feel like he's my bro and my missing bro. <laughs> Shout out to Danny. Shout out to Danny, my bro. I don't know if he listens to this podcast, but... <laughs> but hey, bro, give me a call. I'm, I'm, I'm a lost brother, bro. But, you know, like he's a, he's a, he's a metal dude like we two are. Yeah, yeah. He, he wears metal shirts. From metal bands he's tattooed uh oh my god like and if you watch um what's what's it called like drive to survive on netflix yeah yeah you, there's only one chance and you will love him
1: yeah you will love indeed, him the most indeed. the
0: most the best guy on earth i would yeah, say
1: yeah okay all right next one uh this one's gonna be a tough one like the first one and i'm curious what you're gonna say uh
0: schnitzel or kebab oh shit i was expecting a different question um you know we in austria we are a schnitzel country we are um i love schnitzel but i'm gonna go for kebab all right i'm gonna go for kebab because why Why? because i love kebab more (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs)
1: i accept that as an answer yeah it's just like you know like just
0: it's it's so easy it's so easy you know just you go to your local kebab dealer just say to hassan give me what i want he knows what i want you know like he he knows that i want like some spicy sauce a lot of it every fucking vegetable inside let's fucking do it and then you just sit down feel like an arab guy for a moment and that's it i love that feeling so that's good
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, I, I really like both things, but I would have to go for the schnitzel <laughs> Snizzle? <laughs> snizzle. Um, I will go for the snizzle because <laughs> uh, the thing is with kebab, I, I enjoy both of them equally, but I don't eat the classic kebab because the classic kebab comes with the white garlic sauce I don't like the sauce so I ordered without the sauce and when I'm going for schnitzel I'm going for the full schnitzel experience whatever comes with it (laughs) I'm going for uh, you know whatever type of meat it is even if it's veal. I mean I don't eat veal usually but in in schnitzel if, if I get it served it's fine for me I like it um, I like pork, I like uh, chicken, whatever. Um, I like the, the marmalade, the jam that they serve in Austria to a schnitzel and whatever type of potato comes with it. I'm, I'm down for it. Bro, so. Did you just say like chicken meat? Yeah, you. No, and it's not literally,
0: li- literally a big chicken
1: nugget. <laughs> <laughs> that, that point goes to you. But I, I didn't Mostly, I, like, I know what you mean with chicken, but it's turkey. Yeah, I wanted to say that I meant turkey, but I didn't... The word turkey didn't pop up in my head, so I said the next closest thing. It it was better than saying duck.
0: (laughs) Okay, um, next one would be... um, Okay, I have it on paper in front of me, but I'm gonna change it, like, right now. It's Post Malone or Kendrick Lamar.
1: Oh, fuck. Um... Well, I know your answer, that's for sure. Yes. But for me, it's definitely a tough one because I love both. Um, Actually, just, just to be fully honest, like both of these guys, both Post Malone and Kendrick are like the only... The, really the only rappers and I'm really into that kind of music but usually I listen to playlists and stuff in the genre or like the stuff you send me it's like a few tracks from different artists that I put in the playlist and I, I like like one song from this artist one song from another but for Postie and Kendrick it's like I have binge listened to their LPs so many times and I can't really decide them. You have to just because um i know what you're going to say i'm gonna say the opposite even though it's equal for me but i'm gonna say kendrick because i know you won't say kendrick <laughs> how do you know how do you know uh, you know it's like i know he has this travis scott feature and yeah when kendrick lamar comes on i turn the song off yeah i mean honestly it's i don't think he fits for the type of beat but still um yeah you have to listen to his own stuff so yeah I disagree
0: I, I disagree hardly with it I appreciate him as an artist but I hell no I don't like his music
1: yeah I mean I I kind of understand it because it's like pretty crazy sometimes and yeah it's it's just really special and it's like when you have uh coriander you know you either <laughs> love it or you hate it I, I
0: exactly There's at a,
1: least in our case it's it's for exactly Kendrick, it's like coriander you exactly know? exactly yeah.
0: i would say you know the answer i would say post malone for a reason for a reason um i love his music like, like like really like hell but i like the background story of austin that his story is so amazing like this is like everybody's dream how would you like how would somebody like pop up like he did Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to roll up his story. You can Google it. But he put out a song, I think, on SoundCloud. Yeah. And all of the big guys were, like, supporting him from minute one. And look at him now. Look at him now. He's so so well-deserved. And I must say, I actually like the person more... As the music, because I think it's an exciting story and he's very authentic. So Post Malone for life and not Kendrick Lamar.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, still, I agree on everything you said about Posty. He's one of the greatest artists that I come to know in my life until now. I really love his music. Um, But yeah, for me, both are great on a pretty similar level. Yeah, I would say let's call it a day let's call it a day guys thanks a lot for tuning in and listening to the shits that we talk and it was actually a fun episode we like did this super spontaneous we didn't plan it we're just coming together in the living room and recording this and had a few bullet points and yeah let us guys know if you want to hear more and if you want to hear more what you want to hear from us and exactly
0: especially we are really thinking of doing a second season we aren't quite sure if we want to do it that way how we did it until now maybe we're going to find a new concept but if you're down for it like just let us know like let us know everything you want us to tell you because it's super important especially in times like this, where we ha- yeah. want to have a lot of output, so keep you entertained. So if you have any ideas, if you want to hear another season, if you just want to, like, tell us that we are shit, it's totally fine, just tell totally
1: us. Totally fine, just let us know if we suck ass. It's
0: that, it's actually pretty helpful when you tell us we suck yeah. ass or our format. So
1: yeah,
0: don't hesitate to do it, we will be more thankful for telling us that instead of nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and if you guys don't think we suck as... Oh yes, please tell us as well. (laughs) Please tell us as well, and uh, please be excited for the music that we're gonna put out soon. We still got stuff coming up this year, and we're already scheduling up for next year, and yeah, we can't wait to show you guys what we did in these past months, and yeah, we also hope the next season is isn't going to be called Quarantine Talks. I hope there will be a topic for a better name, more positive name. Until then, stay safe. Stay safe.
0: Look after yourself and especially after others and especially for the music industry. If we all get good soon, we can all have live shows soon. So pay attention, be good, stay safe. Peace out. We are Suda. I'm Sean. I'm Elias. Have a good time.